Welcome to a special isolation edition of the Let's Meet for a Beer podcast. I am joined by my friend, J.D. Lewis. How are you doing? I am alone, but I don't say that for sympathy. The, the prime minister said we're supposed to be alone, so that's why I'm alone. Absolutely. So the conversations that we're having, just to let everybody know, are going to be unedited and we're recording them over the internet. So the sound quality might be a little spotty from time to time, but what can people expect? You can expect, I guess, a few things, you know, hopefully some inspiration. If your spirits need picking up, hopefully we can be that source of inspiration for you and show you this doesn't necessarily have to be a totally ugly, scary thing. Some companionship. Jesus, if, if you need a friend right now, let us be your friends for the next half hour and for the episodes that follow. And finally, hopefully this can be a reminder to you that, you know, something like COVID-19, while it's super scary and, and we still don't totally know everything about it, that doesn't mean it's all bad things coming out of it. Sir Isaac Newton developed his theory on gravity while in isolation and quarantine from the bubonic plague. I'm not suggesting we're going to change the laws and rules of science here on this podcast, but I do think some good can come out of a bad situation. And I think we're going to learn that together. Just want to say thanks to everybody for letting us be a part of your day. And I hope you enjoy the conversations. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to a special edition of the Let's Meet for a Beer podcast, the isolation edition, as I'm calling it. I am here with my good friends, J.D. Lewis. You're going to be the co-host with me. How are you doing? Going to try. We'll see if you if you don't cut me by the end of the episode. You're allowed to do that if you want to. <laughs> and then we got Don McDonald, a good friend of ours from Brewster's. How are you doing, Don? Good. How's everybody doing? Really, really good. Yeah. So if uh, in case anybody's wondering, the reason why we might sound a little tinny is because we are all self-isolating. So we are doing this via Zoom. So uh, bear with us. The audio isn't perfect, but uh, it's pretty damn good. Um, so Don, just to just to kind of start this off, just on a personal level, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing well. I mean, it's... Uh... Not the most ideal situation, but my health is good and my family's health is good. My wife works from home, so it's been uh, not a lot of change for her. And, uh, you know, we're just trying to figure out day by day, what do we need to do? Yeah. So, so from a health perspective, you guys are doing okay. Um, and then what about like family and friends and stuff like that? Have, have you had any uh, people that have been affected by it or is everybody knock on wood doing okay so far? No, so far, knock on wood, everybody's doing great. I mean, my my uh, in-laws, we've been trying to stay social distancing away from them as they're uh, a little bit older and maybe a little bit more uh, at risk than most of us. But for the most part, everybody that I know is uh, healthy and, and safe right now. Well, the good thing is my in-laws have been practicing social distancing from me for some time. So uh, so they should be good to go. <laughs> but they still look after your kids every now and again. So that's that's true. That's true. They yeah. love the kids. That's all that matters. What, uh, what about like professionally done? Like, like, aside from uh, obviously having to close some doors, uh, like what has this done for you guys on, on a professional level for Brewster's? Well, it's been like, I've been with Brewster's for 24 years now, and this has easily been the most uh, stressful and, and tough time that we've ever experienced as an organization. Um, we unfortunately had to do temporary layoffs for all of our staff. Um, you know, we're down to just the bare bones, a couple of guys working in the brewery to keep the beer flowing. And, uh, a few of us on the executive team who kind of helped shut the restaurants down. We're, we're doing a bit of takeout and delivery from a couple of locations like McKenzie Town in Calgary and our Oliver Square location in Edmonton is doing some takeout. We're getting the kitchens uh, in those two locations ready, hopefully to do some takeout food here in the next couple of days. But it's been kind of unlike anything else I've ever been through. 
Yeah, yeah, no kidding. So from you guys, for you guys as an organization, what's kind of taking top priority right now? Well, just trying to figure out, I mean, we're, we're a cash flow business as most small businesses are. So when you stop having the cash coming in the front door, you're now going to try and, and minimize your expenses. And we're, we're trying to work with, you know, the various utility companies and landlords and things like that to see if there can be some deferments made or things that will help us get through this and, and remain a company at the end. And then we're also trying to come up with creative ways. And thanks to um, some very awesome people in the community who've been buying gift cards or buying beer to go or getting delivery, it, it's really helping us in a very tough time. That's good. Awesome to hear. Have you noticed uh, within the beer community, like uh, a lot of camaraderie? I know. It, I mean, it's a pretty tight knit group to begin with, right? But do it's like circumstances like these uh, breed even more community, not just in the beer community, but in, but in general? Well, yeah, it's really interesting to see when when a brewery posts that they're doing something to try and create cash flow. Everybody seems to jump on and, and retweet it, repost it, uh, help get the word out to people. Um, you know, it's. I, I think that the community is really starting to come together more so as a whole, as we're all trying to help each other come up with ideas uh, to, to hopefully all get through this together. Absolutely. So what can people do specifically to help? So yourself or other breweries? Well, basically what, what everybody needs is we all need some sales. So for those who can, whether it's at their local liquor store or if they live near a brewery, or if they're grabbing takeout from a local restaurant, if there's an option to buy some Alberta beer, it would be outstanding if people would. Um, lots of people are doing gift card promotions. We are right now. If you buy a gift card on our website, we're going to add 20% onto it. So that that's kind of our thank you to you to help us through this. And when we get reopened, you have a little bit extra money to come and spend and have a good time. So it's really just, you know, trying to buy as much product as you, as you can physically afford. Cause obviously, you know, everybody's in difficult situation and, that will in turn help the breweries. Yeah. What, uh, what, what's the vibe like up in Edmonton? You know, it's, um, it's, it's a little eerie right now. I wouldn't call it panic. Yeah. Hey Mark, like it's, it's not, it's not panicked. It's just, there's a bit of a, an eerie, strange, nobody knows what's about to come next kind of a vibe. What's it like up there? Yeah. Similar? Well, yeah, I wake up every day and it's almost like we're in a, a movie. Like it doesn't seem like it's real, but yet, you know, my commute to work that normally takes me 25 minutes takes me 10, 15 max. There's very few cars in the street. There's very few people out walking. It's, uh, you know, the, the location I'm in, we're in a fairly busy shopping center um, with a few major, you know, busy places like a London Drugs or a McDonald's or those kind of things. And they're all eerily quiet. I think that everybody's kind of, for the most part, I believe, actually taking it serious. Um, I know there's been videos online about people who were running the stairs down in Glenora and things like that who... You know, even talking to people who were there real life, they're like, no, people were trying to keep six feet between each other and they were really trying to do it. I just think everybody's trying to find ways to maintain their sanity and hopefully find a bright spot in all of this. Absolutely. Hey, so Don, when you're at home um, hanging out, uh, what are you doing to keep busy? So this past weekend, I'll admit we didn't really do anything of any substance other than take the dog for a walk, watch some movies, but uh my wife and I love games. You know, we play backgammon, we play Yahtzee, we play cribbage, you know, those kind of things. We're hoping if the weather keeps up, maybe we can do a little work in the yard. Um, yeah. You know, but getting the dog out for a walk at least once a day is a, is a great thing. And, uh, you know, I'm just trying to find even at work here, if I, you know, need something from Safeway, it's it's two blocks away or so, or three blocks, but instead of hopping in my car, I'm taking the walk over because I'm not in a rush right now for a lot. And, you know, I want to be again, and I'm hoping that uh, we'll get there. 
Yeah, absolutely. Mental health is going to be the big thing we got to help each other with in this, this case. I think it's a really great point, you know, that like it is going to require a little more checking in on your buddies, you know, whether it's as you're you're cracking a drink at home, pulling them up on FaceTime or Zoom or something like that and, yeah. and having a conversation with them. But just also being like pretty, pretty blunt and pretty honest and pretty direct in our, in our line of questioning when we go, hey, I know you've been alone for a very long time. Are you doing yeah. OK with that? Yeah, I have some friends that, you know, that we talk on a fairly regular basis, you know, maybe once a month, twice a month too. We seem to talk, you know, right now, every day, every second day, just to kind of check in on each other. And even some of the brewers, you know, I've talked to on the phone and, and, uh, you know, maybe it's emailing back and forth and things like that. Just, I think this is the, the interesting thing about this versus any other crisis we've maybe been through in my lifetime is that this one, we're all in the same boat together mm. and we all need to be in order to be successful. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. It's, uh, it, it feels funny in that sense because if it was one person struggling, we would all rally to help that person. And so now it's everybody struggling. And it's like, you know, we have to rally to help each other. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I guess that JD, that's part of the reason we talked about wanting to do this is just having these conversations to, to hopefully learn from people about what we can do, the small things. Um, like you said, Don, it's physical health. That's important. You know, walking to the store, um, but then also the mental health, I think, is going to be so important for so many people because, you know, I'm, I'm lucky in that I have a wife here. I have a couple of kids, so I can occupy myself. Um, if people are alone a lot, you know, it can get tough. So, um, J.D., what about you? Like, I know we've talked about mental health a lot. What do you think some of the things are that, that can be done to kind of to help in that way? Um, well, everybody's different, but, uh, I would say like, I guess like three big things for me, one is just the, like is hydrating. It, it might seem so simple and so silly, but just like making sure I'm drinking a lot of water does unbelievably good things for, for my bucket. So, so that's been good. Um, partnered with that, I guess, uh, like a lot of, uh, a lot of physical, um, output, whether it's taking the dog for extra long walks, run, we're, we're on two a days right now. In fact, she just heard me say the word walk. So we're probably, yeah. going to go again. uh, you know, it's stuff like that hopping on the, the exercise bike, hitting the heavy bag, stuff like that. Um, and the other would just be staying as busy as possible. I, I looked at, uh, even going into this past weekend, looked at the itinerary. And I was like, geez, I have Netflix followed by Crave followed by Amazon prime. And then we'll, we'll probably go back to the Netflix. And I thought, geez, that's not really setting myself up for success because I know what I'm like when I'm on the couch too long. So if I can force myself to need to take a walk to something, force myself to need to go outside to drink my coffee, you know, whatever it might be, once barbecue season fires up, that's going to be a godsend. Just staying as busy as possible. Yeah, no, absolutely. You forgot Disney Plus. We all know you have <laughs> Disney Plus on your TV. Hey, Don, Don, can I ask you a question? Totally random. Sure. So we're going to start, JD doesn't even know this because I just, I just made this up. We're going to start uh -oh. a playlist. So we're going to, an isolation playlist. What song should we add to it? What song would I, see, this is, this is the interesting thing because we've been talking about this in our entertainment choices and movie choices is we're trying to keep it light and airy, right? And I think the same thing would apply with your music choices. I think that if we're listening to, you know, like, early nineties grunge or like listening to things that were maybe a little bit downer. I'm not sure that's the right place for us mentally either. You know, maybe we should all be listening to walking on sunshine by Katrina and the waves. Yeah. You know, maybe that should be the thing. And I think going back to what we were talking about with mental health, I think one thing that everybody should be practicing right now, kindness. 
kindness and compassion. That person working in the grocery store, the, the skip the dishes driver bringing you your food, um, you know, whoever we encounter out for a walk, I think the more pleasant and kind we are to each other goes a super long way. Absolutely. It's funny because I'm just trying to pull this up. In my normal podcast, it's coming out tomorrow. Bob Sumner has a quote and he says, treat people the way you want to be treated. You never know what struggles people are having. And it's just so timely and it just resonates so much. It's just like we need to just cut people slack, make sure we're all doing good and just err on the side of kindness. Yeah, and that's going to be for the next several months. I mean, it's, this is going to take a long time for our country to get over, not only economically and socially, but definitely mentally. It's yeah. going to take a long, long time for people to get back to normal and to, to have some semblance of, uh, of, you know, some kind of normal life again. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, JD, what else do you got for questions, buddy? Uh, I was just going to ask if you've seen any, you know, we talk about being kind uh, to one another. I was going to ask if, you know, either of you had any specific instances where you thought, geez, that was really cool. That was a human being choosing to be a human being to another human being. Like, um, you know, there was, there was a story that floated around Calgary this weekend about uh, a Safeway down on 130th Avenue Southeast that had marked down uh, their pre-made burgers and chicken tenders and a, a bunch of other items that are normally about 15 bucks a box down to five bucks a box. And when somebody asked the clerk about it, he had said, according to my manager, people just need a break right now. So we've decided to cut them a break on, on some easy food. And I thought, geez, that's like, that's what we need to be doing right there, guys. That's yeah. the secret sauce. So I don't know if either of you have examples of that. I'd love to hear it. If so Don, Well, it's been great to see in the news the last couple of days too, that uh, Loblaws, Canadian superstores, Sobe Safeway are all giving all of their staff an increase of 15% retroactive back to, I think it was March 8th, uh, which is absolutely dynamite to hear that from those larger companies. It's been great to hear, you know, the, there's been a few corporations who've given a little bit, tell us giving everybody, we're not going to do overages and data and we're not going to throttle your Wi-Fi at home so you can circle through your Netflix and, and various other streaming services. Here at Brewster's, I've noticed uh, from the limited engagement we had with people coming in to buy beer is that everybody was just like really wanting to help. You know, because I asked you, like, I'm really glad you came out. Why did you do it? Like, Honestly, we love Brewsters. We love your staff. We love everybody here. We just want to do whatever we can to support your business. And that's, you know, super touching for, for a company that we're just trying to remain as a company. Yeah, exactly. Um, one of the stories that I think has been really cool, and we're actually going to have Jordan from Burwood on. Um, I, just the way that some breweries and so distillers, I guess, specifically have been able to pivot and uh, and really help out with needs, uh, specifically with the the hand sanitizer. Um, just how you know, as soon as they realized that there was a need for it, you know, the community figured out how to get it done, and uh, like they had it produced and ready to go within days. I thought that was absolutely brilliant. Well, yeah, a lot of the ingredients that required in hand sanitizer, a lot of that's already sitting at the brewery. Mm-hmm. You know, you just need the aloe and things like that if you can find somebody who has a a path towards it. But yeah, those kind of things have been have been great. I mean, I like that, uh, you know, in our neighborhood, uh, they've tried to get the, the seniors to put a green card in their window and then change it to red if they need anything. If wow. they need a lift somewhere, if they need a prescription picked up, if they need anything. So while we're out walking the dog, we're going to try and keep an eye out for that too and see, is there somebody who requires something? That's a great and, idea. Know, I, to help. Yeah, I know my mom lives in Red Deer and uh, yeah, she's 
she lives by herself. So I'll have to make, make sure that she does that and just like let people know to look for that. Cause uh, yeah, it's a great idea. Well, it seems to be a bit of a movement in social media for people to do that in every community. So we should all start uh, watching for that. I've seen a few people pushing. If you have your Christmas lights on, still put those on. Yeah. To try to bring any form of cheer that we can to the world. See, my procrastination has finally paid off. I can turn my Christmas <laughs> yeah. lights on tonight. I was going to yeah, say, I, I, wish, I wish I'd procrastinated just a little bit harder because I only took my tree down about a month ago. And if I'd waited like two more weeks, it would have been really topical. Well, now that the snow is melted, I can see that my Christmas tree is right beside my house, um, dead and waiting to be cut up and put into the <laughs> compost. So I should probably do that. And I think this is a great time to check in on people who you don't talk to very often, who might appreciate a call from a long lost friend or, or a high school or college friend or something, you know, an ex, an old coworker, like just people that you haven't talked to in ages. I think that, uh, that that's it. Like JD, what are you guys doing? Are you guys doing different on CJ? Are you changing formats at all? You're just kind of sticking the same way. You know, our, our biggest thing was like, and this is just kind of a mantra for our show in general has been like, you know, let, let's focus on the positives wherever we can. There's, there's a ton of negativity. It's, it's on demand in the world we live in. Let's, let's look for the silver lining on every cloud. Um, and I think that's just, that's just heightened the importance of that. It's, it's really, really important. We're offering people um, not only a vehicle for their positivity, if they want to share it, but also that they can turn that on after they've just seen the news, which probably scared the bejesus out of them, you know, and get a little bit of relief and a little bit of a break in, in, yeah, that's that's what we're doing for the most well, part. Well, and and JD's being slightly modest in that uh, he was driving food around all last week to uh, help doctors and nurses and stuff. So I, he's wow. doing a lot to help the community here. So it's been awesome to watch. That's really, incredible. Really, sorry, go ahead, Don. I was good. That's incredible. We have a few places here doing like the boys over at Northern Chicken, Matt and Andrew. You know, they're taking as much. Uh, once we get fired up again, we're going to see where we can contribute and who's doing things as well. Cause it, those kind of things are important. Those people are working long hours and I'm sure they were super happy. Did you go to the foothills? I think I had a friend of mine posted who works there that you guys were there. We just kind of been making the circuit. It's been kind of cool. I really, we're just the vessel uh, in the, you know, just the middleman really um, being connecting local restaurants that really badly wanted to help out. And you know, with hospitals with staff that are already very tired, already very stressed, and it's only going to get more tiring, more stressful. So yeah, we were at the, uh, the Sheldon Schumer, on Thursday, Foothills Friday, and then uh, over at the Peter Lougheed, um this morning, Rocky View Hospital tomorrow. So it's been it's been really cool just to kind of see the ground floor of it. That's uh, that's ground zero. Yeah, absolutely. Um, hey Don, so I guess we we should probably let you get back to work because uh, I know there's a lot to still sort out. But um, Thanks for doing the podcast with us and keep us posted on what's happening. If there's anything I know from an ABF perspective, we're trying to put some stuff together to, to help, um, you know, as much as we can, but if there's anything that, that uh, you guys need up in Edmonton that we can help out with, just let us know anytime. Okay. I think just, you know, getting the word out to people that if you're going to buy beer and drink beer, let's make it something that's made right here in Alberta and keep those dollars flowing into the, the brewers, because I know like even for us at the company, people look at us and they see, oh, you're large and you have lots of locations. And, you know, we're still a family business. The mm -hmm. family that started Brewster's 30 years ago in, in the second generation of ownership now. But we're we're not some giant corporation like a McDonald's or or that, you know, we're still just a Alberta family company that's, you know, run by a run by a family. And anybody 
you know, everybody who, who owns breweries in this province are pretty much all in the same boat, right? They're all family businesses working hard to, to keep things rolling. So people are going to drink beer. Let's drink Alberta beer. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. JD, do you have anything else you want to add? No, that was, uh, that was great. Awesome. Well, thanks so much, Don. I really appreciate it. And, uh, let's keep in touch. And like I said, if there's anything we can do, just, uh, call anytime, bud. Awesome. Thanks guys. We'll talk soon. Thanks man. Take care. Hey everyone. Thanks again for joining the podcast today. To learn more about how we are involved in the community, please visit letsmeetforabeer.com and albertabeerfestivals.com. Please remember to be kind and offer help wherever you can and never be afraid to ask for help. We're all in this together. Have a great day.